When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Season two of the Pat and JT podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time always gonna be the best. Come on. Exclusively on the Herd App Media Network. Right. Thanks to our friends at Centris for putting gas in this tank. CentrisFCU.org <laughs> uh, is the. So um, forward your mail there. The, right, seriously, that's where it goes. <laughs> Info at uh, or 402 334 You can call them, they are local. They are local and and have the doors open. The invitation is hanging out on the door. If you want to come in and say hi, you're welcome to come in. Um, But they are right now throwing out there some ideas for people to set up a good savings plan for 2023, especially those emergency savings funds. Those are hard to to get started, but once you get them started, then it's hard to dip into them. (laughs) But you'll be glad you got it. (laughs) It is, yeah, because it's hard to recover when you don't have one. I know. You can never, it's treading water until you get back up, you know. Solid again. But they can help you find a way to get something rolling there. So just, again, stop in and talk to them at any of their locations or give them a call or pop on to their website and check out their blog. A lot of good information there. Great info. Centrusfcu.org. Yep, that's it. Backslash blog. There we go. By the way. That's where the info is. Okay, so, you know, last couple of years, obviously, things are starting to get back in gear. I think this year everything is like almost 100%. We're Mm -hmm. getting close. Yeah. There's still some... There's still some stragglers that are holding on, but I, I have a feeling some some things, if they don't come back this year or or if they don't come back like we remember them, they're not meant to and they never will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're just happy in their cocoon. and they're thinning gonna, the herd. They're going to stay where they are, exactly. Yeah. So the Golden Globes, I see this headline, says, Will Hollywood stars return after controversy? Like, okay. And I'm like, what the hell happened? <laughs> I was yeah. like, what? I don't remember. Well, I mean, I've, I've checked out, I'm sure you have too, checked out of award shows yeah. since the day, even before we were off the radio. It's yeah. like, that, that stuff never interested me anyway, but we kind of had to. Mm-hmm. But as soon as we didn't have to, stopped watching. I'll, I'll watch the red carpets before I watch the award shows. I think, I think too, for a lot of people, is um, the veil has been lifted on the BS meter. Yeah. And you're just like, this is, this is such a money grab. It's, it's, it's pay to play. Um, it's mm-hmm. meant for headlines. It's meant for publicity and promotion. There is really no rhyme or reason to considering who a winner should be. Um, I remember, remember what was it they did years ago instead of the winner is they would say the Oscar goes to yes. because, Oh God, we can't say there's we, a winner. We can't have winners and losers because the losers might feel bad. Right. And, and now we're probably realizing that, okay, maybe that's because there is no winner because it's just like, okay, who, who ponied up to get to take the Oscar home this year. Right. So it's so not really a winner because there is no competition because there are no real judges and it's all, it's all subjective. Baloney. Yes. And so when we were treated to Ricky Gervais, just pulling back the curtain yeah. <laughs> and there's Oz standing there <laughs> with no clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and the little Toto yipping at his ankles. Uh, um, that was the best thing ever. That was that awesome. Was, that was, I think, probably the moment that a lot of them, and, and there were still some in that audience, if you remember when he was g- giving that speech, 
Um, and, and there were lots that were laughing because mm-hmm. they got it. And they were like, oh, he is so right. And then there was lots of them in the audience are like, I don't know what he's talking about. Like, you're like, oh, my God, you really don't know. Yeah, really or they were know. really acting like they didn't know it, like they were appalled. Well, there was, I think there were several of them that were like, oh, what are you doing? You know, they didn't realize, dude, people already know. Right. Come on. Get your head out of your asses. We already yeah. know. We already know. Yeah. And the ones, though, that I think that had the real blank stares, were, I almost felt sorry for them. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, they, they just didn't understand what. What, what do you mean by it? what 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 are you talking about and every bit of that speech I can go back and listen to that at any time and I don't care I want to hear every word he says yes same it's hilarious it's hilarious and it's spot on oh my god so I was like okay was that part of it I don't even remember what year that happened um, pre-covid for sure yeah and then the slap wasn't at the Golden Globes. That was Oscars that last was year. Just last year, just wasn't it? Just last year, yeah. So that wasn't it. So you get to digging around in here, and one thing that does pop up is Brandon Frazier. You might remember when the me, hashtag Me Too stuff was going down. Mm-hmm. Uh, some, other, some other things came out and did not get the headlines that it deserved, but he was one of them. And about 20, some, about 20 years ago, he was assaulted, accosted, groped by a member of the foreign Hollywood foreign press. And he's a high uppity up. Mm-hmm. This dude is yeah. that, that did this big wig. And he's never been reprimanded. He's still, I think he's still with the Hollywood foreign press. They did find that he inappropriately touched Brendan Fraser, but that it was intended to be taken as a joke. And was it a how sexual times, advance? How many times have we heard that from people? And it's like, well, it doesn't matter. <clears throat> if, if the person that is being touched or whatever doesn't take it as a joke or it's not, it doesn't land that way, right? then it doesn't matter. I mean, we've heard that a million times. How many times was that always the reason given with women? Oh, come on. Can't you take a joke? Yeah. You know, in those situations where somebody was pointing something out and they were uncomfortable. Yeah. It's like, I was just kidding. There's no big deal. And he, he pointed it out. And so he's not going to be there. And of course he had, you know, he, he said that he's definitely going to skip out of this. Um, he is nominated. Let me see here. Who else? Tom Cruise is nominated for, or no, his, his movie is. He's not nominated because Tom Cruise also, because of that, is not going to show up. And he handed back his three Golden Globes. Because of the Brendan Fraser stuff? Yes, in light of the controversy in, engulfing the Hollywood foreign press. He is not nominated for Best Actor, because <laughs> they're petty. Uh, but Top Gun Maverick, one of the biggest movies of the year, is nominated for best drama picture. I, I like the people that are that are like Tom Cruise. I I think that's awesome. I that he's doing say that I because, do too. Because a lot of these people, um, you know, not these people, people in general, when when they throw their beliefs, they throw whatever they think out there. But whenever it affects them, it's like, uh, well, wait a second. But he's actually. He's doing it. He doesn't Putting care. He's got money seventy-four billion dollars, so he doesn't need a Golden Globe. He doesn't need the press. Doesn't need anything. Well, so it's not a huge statement on his part, but still, it still is. You know, you're right. I mean, yeah. it's still, it's got to. It, it gets mes- mentioned definitely. Yeah. Um, Scarlett Johansson is another one who has encouraged people to step back, while her Avengers co-star Mark Ruffalo wrote last year that the reforms that the foreign press put in place are discouraging. So he's another one. Um, but a tweet from the official Globes account did suggest that Brad Pitt, uh, Selena Gomez, Jennifer Coolidge, Rihanna, among a couple others, would be attending. We'll see if they show up. 
Jennifer Coolidge, God bless her. She's having a resurgence. Yeah, I love her. <laughs> I love her. I follow an account on Twitter. It's just called Stifler's Mom. Yeah. I don't know. I think I is. do follow that too, actually. And she's pretty funny. Yeah. But <laughs> it's probably a dude. It probably is. It probably is. <laughs> um, but she's having, I mean, I love her, was it Target commercials? Uh, yeah, a little something she, for the reindeer? Uh, uh, she had old, I think she had some Old Navy. Old Navy, that's what it was. That's what I didn't care what it was for. Yeah. It's just that it was her. Yeah. And <laughs> I love her. I do. And I still haven't finished season two of White Lotus yet. I haven't started White you should Lotus. watch it. That's what I've been told. I you should watch it. it, definitely. So anyway, um, let's see. Who else did they say definitely will be there? Quentin Tarantino, Jamie Lee Curtis. Okay. Curtis is nominated for Best Supporting Actress in Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Didn't see it. Uh, funny part, going back to Tom Cruise, that he's he's not being nominated again. How can you do that? How can you, how can you justify that? And I finally got to see the movie because it came out finally on. Oh, Top Gun? whatever paramount or whatever mm-hmm. i don't know what it was on but yeah maverick very good it's amazing it's very a, good. It, it is amazing yeah he i could be. see where you'd ha- you could have a best movie whatever and not the the lead actor be nominated for best actor but the he, movie is literally called maverick <laughs> <laughs> was anybody nominated from that movie at all like supporting actor or anything like that just just the movie was nominated god that's a good question let me look real quick because uh, you really can't not nominate the biggest movie of the year as best picture. And and there was something in there about, you know, because Val Kilmer was in the movie and they asked why wasn't Kelly McGillis and um, what's her name? Goose's wife. Oh, Meg Ryan. Meg Ryan. And apparently Meg Ryan was never asked at all, but she's kind of, yeah. she's she hasn't been anything since 15, I think. And she kind of went off the deep end mm-hmm. a little bit. I don't know. Ask her ex-husband. Um, but then yeah. uh, in Kelly McGillis, somebody did ask her and she said, look at me. <laughs> she says, I look my age and I'm fat. She says, <laughs> yeah, she funny. says he does not look natural. <laughs> yeah. Tom Cruise is an absolute freak. You but- can't put me next to him, but she is five years older than him. Which starts to make a difference. There's there's a point where five years makes a difference when you're young, and there's a point where five years starts to make a difference when you get older. It's like there's a corner that you turn. But then, I but think, then when, when you get really old, five years doesn't make it doesn't difference. make any difference. No, again. So like when you're like when you're like forty, maybe forty to fifty five, sixty, whatever. Five years doesn't five years makes a difference. Yeah. When you get sixty five, seventy, it's like seventy five, eighty. And she's sixty five, and he's sixty. Yeah, he's, he's sixty. He looks inc- amazing. That's one of these days. Crazy. He's he's just going to disappear and come back and be like, "Oh my gosh, what the heck? It's all going to fall." <laughs> Have you ever seen the movie Age of Adeline? Uh huh. It's really good. Look it up real quick, and I can't remember um, if you get a chance here. It's I, I've probably talked about it before, um, but Age of Adeline. It came out maybe seven or eight years ago. Fifteen. Okay, about mm-hmm. that. Um, Blake Lively. Yep. Okay. She had. You got to watch it. I'm not going to tell you the the whole scoop of it, but basically she doesn't age in the movie. And it it explains the why. It's really done well. But every few years she has to move on because all the people around her are getting older. And she can't explain it. And she can't explain it. And, And soon her daughter is older looking than her. So she has to, wow, that's And her daughter knows the reason. So they can't be daughter and mother and daughter when they're together around other people, right? Okay. So then it's usually 
her grand she calls her daughter her grandmother or her mother right but but it's it, that's the tom cruise effect right there yeah. there's yeah. got to come a point where he's going to disappear and then he's going to have to he'll come back in the next generation mm-hmm. and, <laughs> and none of us will remember or a few of us will be like wasn't he in that tom cruise i thought he was around is yeah. that the same guy? He will. It's just all of a sudden all going to just fall. <laughs> he looks like Tom Cruise. Yep. Nope. That's not his name. <laughs> but anyway, if you get a chance at Age of Adeline, it's really okay, good. I just took a screenshot of it. Um, so Harrison Ford is in it as well. And Elaine, Ellen, or Ellen Burstyn. Yeah, it's, I, I really like that movie. But anyway, yeah, it's kind of okay. an interesting concept. Kind of like the Benjamin Button that goes backwards. Mm-hmm. But she just stays the same age. Man, that, what a great thing that would be. Other yes, than having and, to move on right? all the time. Trying to explain to, because you can't explain it to other people, and then you just become a, a weirdo, a yeah. sideshow, right? But anyway. A hot right. one. Well, a hot one, too. It's, I wouldn't I wouldn't complain. I mean, seriously, who's bitching? You're going to look like Blake Lively for the rest of your life. Okay. And you got to move. You're gonna, you got to move every 20 years. You got to move. Right. What's the, what's the big deal about that? <laughs> okay. I can do that. <laughs> All right. So then uh, let's see here. What else was in here? A couple other nominations, I guess, really. I didn't. I couldn't find anything on whether or not any other Top Gun or Top Gun. Yeah. yeah. If any of those were, if there are any others, they didn't have it. I can't, I don't have that list in front of me. But I do have one thing in front of me. Because apparently, well, they had that Elvis biopic. Mm-hmm. I've not year. seen that yet. I want to see it. I want to see that too. Um, and, and there are some nominations for that that's in there. And there was an Elvis story that just came out yesterday. His private jet sold recently. It's not the first time. But it's been literally sitting in the desert for 40 years. Just said like... Somebody somebody bought it. Just set it there? What? Several years ago. What a waste. Right? Somebody bought it several years ago. And I think part of his idea at the time... Let me see if I can find where how much he paid for it. Originally, Elvis bought this. It's a a jet star in 1976. A year before he died, he bought this. Totally did it in red shag. Right, yeah, velvet. I've seen pictures of it. <laughs> it's pretty gaudy. Eight hundred forty thousand is what he paid. That'd be about four and a half million today, is what he paid for this thing. Hold twelve people. Really cool. Okay, so he dies. Somebody else buys it for like eight hundred thousand dollars. I think it was four hundred. No, five hundred thousand dollars. That's what it was. He bought it in twenty seventeen, and so after commissions and everything, almost five hundred thousand. And he had planned. To kind of use it to have people come in and look at it. You know, you could pay to come in, you know, kind of have a display set up somewhere. It just never happened. So it's just been sitting. This guy paid $500,000. sit something there. And he never did anything with it, so he sold it. So it sold this time for $287,000. That's it? That blows me away. Yeah. $287,000. It must be, is it really super, it must be run down and just trash if it's been outside in the desert. The outside of it looks pretty bad. They said the bidding actually started at a hundred thousand, jumped to one fifty, settled at two hundred, and they finally got to two hundred forty thousand. And then the two sixty came in with a telephone bid, and that, apparently the the reserve was two fifty, and somebody called in two sixty, so it got sold for two sixty. So with with all the fees, it's two eighty six or something like that. But now comes the question of how do you transport it because it can't fly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So I'm not. It doesn't really say what they plan to do with it, but uh, it blow. It really kind of shocks me that uh, there's not an Elvis Museum, Graceland, someplace wouldn't want to buy it and restore it and and they sold it. Just show it. That was on Elvis's birthday when they sold it. 
When they saw it, it would have been his 88th birthday. I mean, that, that it seems like it crazy. should be his 190th birthday, but just his yeah. 88th birthday. 88th birthday. He's yeah, been, that, that's right? like he's been, speaking of somebody that never, that never ages in your mind, he's always been, he's, he's always been around. And for a lot of people, he, you know, they, I mean, he died in 77. Yeah. That's crazy. That is crazy. But uh, Priscilla was there. Yeah. It's like, why didn't she buy it? To, you know, to restore it and put it. I, I don't know. Yeah. It, it seems like a huge swing and a miss for any Elvis museum or, or any, any place. Unless he didn't use it much. Unless he only used it like once or twice. Well, he he had it a year. I, right. So, like, how many times did he use it? If he only and, used it once, like, if, yeah. if, if then maybe it's not considered Elvis owned it. But know. if it wasn't Elvis's jet, if he didn't party like a rock star in it, who wants to? No, it's red. Who wants to be an Elvis's jet? And the jet? interior looks really good. It's just the exterior. So, it looks like they're going to try and rebuild it, but. You know, redo the oh, they'll, they'll, they'll double they'll find money. a way. Yeah, yeah, they'll find a way. The, the guy that just had it, though, man, sucker, five hundred thousand. Yeah, <laughs> took a just bath on that one. Let it sit <laughs> for thirty years. Total bath on that. So anyway, so uh, that's pretty much all I got, I guess. Really, it's Golden Globes and Elvis's dead plane. I don't. <laughs> I know, sad. That's and that'll be the title of our episode oh, too: man. Golden Globes and Elvis's dead plane. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. <laughs> um, thank you guys for listening to our podcast. Great review. Pat and JT Podcast, a Huda Media Production.